They say you only get one chance to make a good impression, and this is very true of your interview. Always show up dressing the part. You're listening to The Little Things, the go-to podcast dedicated to helping you get your career started behind the chair. Let's do this. Searching for your first salon job can be exciting and rewarding, but it can also be a very anxious time too. During your job search, you'll be learning a lot about the inner workings of the industry and yourself. Knowing how to get a job, keep a job, and move up in your career are valuable. Combine your job search skill with your artistic talents and you'll pave the way to a rewarding professional life. Today, we're going to talk about several methods you can use to find out about salons that are hiring or interviewing for available positions. We're also going to discuss some do's and some don'ts of interviewing and what to expect during the process. Plus, we're going to give you a few tips that you can use that will put you at the top of the list. Let's start with just how to find the salons that are hiring. Well, in today's world, I bet you any salon you go into is hiring because as a salon owner and talking to other salon owners, it's really hard to find stylists who want to work. But anyway, besides that, let's let's start with talk to stylists who work in the salons that you like. They might know of positions that are opening up. You can also search online, just search salons hiring stylists, or you can check maybe your local Craigslist. Another way you can um, search is by um, talking to the distributor sales consultants. Those are the companies that sell hair care products to salons and schools. They are usually one of the first people to know what salons are hiring. Also, if you're still in cosmetology school, check with the job placement office. So you probably have a bulletin board um, near your break room or something that probably has um, positions available. Another idea is just go out to the area that you want to work and make a, a list of the salons that you, that interest you. And then you can call or you can visit those salons um, and ask if they're hiring. And then what you want to do is you want to mail or email out your resume with a cover letter to introduce yourself. So interviewing can be nerve wracking for everyone. So try to stay calm and be yourself. It won't take long for your skills, talents, and positive attitude to outweigh your concerns. Proper preparation takes away most of the nervousness. So once you land the interview, there's a few things you want to make sure you do. They say you only get one chance to make a good impression, and this is very true of your interview. Always show up dressing the part. Look like you work in the beauty industry. Make sure your hair is done properly. Make sure you have your makeup on appropriately if you wear makeup. Do your research beforehand. If the salon looks like it has a dress code, do your best to look like you already belong there. For instance, if they all wear black, then you should probably show up looking your best wearing all black. Do not show up underdressed. No Birkenstocks, no Crocs, no flip-flops, no tennis shoes, and no blue jeans. Unless that's their dress code. The first relationship you form with a prospective employer will be while applying for your job. The impression you make as a professional is your responsibility. You alone will have to promote yourself and your skills to the potential employer. And remember these things. The interviewer may intentionally schedule an appointment time that's early in the morning just to see if you can be on time. So be sure to arrive early, usually around 10 minutes and make sure that you've confirmed the exact location 
parking availability, and the approximate time that it takes for you to get to the salon. The last thing you want to happen is you to be late, and then that causes your nerves to set in, and it just doesn't look good on either end. So once you get there, the salon owner or the manager, they'll be interested in the skills and services you perform. Because salons are always eager to have talented, capable team members. The fact that you recently graduated from school, though, can actually be an advantage since you could be viewed as coachable without bad habits already formed. But very often during an interview, you'll be asked to demonstrate your skills to determine your level of technical proficiency. You may be asked to demonstrate your skill level by bringing in a model to perform a cut or color or other technical procedure. We do this all the time. Um, we get a, we usually schedule it as a second interview, and we're not really looking to see if you're really, really proficient at something. If you're straight out of beauty school, we might ask you to just blow dry somebody's hair. If you're more seasoned stylist, we might ask um, to see a basic haircut. Um, we don't typically ask you to do a color because we don't expect you to use our color line yet. But really what we're looking for is um, how well you get along with the other stylist that's already in there. Do you ask for help? Do you feel comfortable? And are you messy? Um, for one, uh, an example I have is that we had a technical interview with someone and we thought she was dynamite until her technical interview. And then she showed up and she took up like three stations. She just had all this stuff everywhere and she cussed like nobody's business. So that's really what that technical interview is for. It's just like who you are, because you can show up at an interview um, prim and prime um, and nobody knows any difference. So moving on, another thing that you can do is to gain the competitive advantage is to show up with a portfolio of your work. Even if your work is just the things you did in school, that's okay. You can print this out and put it in a notebook or have something to show like on your phone or something. Some of the things to include in your portfolio include like special events that you've done, your technical skills, like if you highlights, balayage, updos, accomplishments, maybe um, you were on honor roll or uh, something like that in beauty school, references, and any continuing education you have attended. So sometimes like in beauty school, you can take a, an added class like airbrush makeup or extensions, something like that. You might want to include that. So your portfolio, it can show your work, your achievements, your potential, and your personality. And it's never too soon to start creating this. Be creative. Showcase your best work that represents your signature style, but keep it simple. Don't get too busy or distracting. Keep it clean and uncluttered. But you do want to include like certificates, letters of reference, even client testimonials, or even if you don't have that, maybe instructor reviews. Uh, but don't go overboard. Like don't create a biography of yourself and because uh, you don't really want to mix your personal with professional. And also show off your knowledge of social media. That's a big plus these days. Okay, so moving on, what do you think salon employers really want to know? So imagine you're a salon owner. What do you think they want when hiring a hairstylist? There's several things that they're looking for during an interview and of course, like, like we said, your technical skill is important, but there's other behaviors and attitudes that are indicators of future success. And two of those main things are how will you fit into their culture and how well do you navigate change and respond to problems? So just think about that within your own 
thought process, other things they might want to learn about about you, uh, technical skills like product knowledge, your ability to talk about the products and to sell them, your attitude, your teamwork. Do you get along well with others? Can you offer a positive influence on clients and the team? And how do you handle challenges like demanding clients or coworkers or constructive criticism? Do you get defensive and blame others or do you use the feedback to improve yourself professionally? And remember, you're interviewing your future workplace just as much as they're interviewing you. Be sure to have your questions ready for them too. Preparing for your interview is just as important as your job search. Do some research on the place you're applying to and either online or or through contacts you might know who have knowledge about the salon. There's several different types of interviews and they can depend on the salon that you're going to. So, but no matter what type of interview, it's best to be prepared for anything. The best way to appear confident is to be prepared. Here's some standard interview questions that you want to prepare yourself to hear. They might ask you, tell me about yourself. Why did you enroll in beauty school? Why do you want to work here? What did you like least about your last job? Where do you see yourself in five years? How do you handle stress and working under pressure? Do you have any questions for us? And some of those questions you might want to ask is something like this. Is there training offered? And if so, what's the plan look like? What are the opportunities for advancement in the salon? Are there daily or weekly client service or retail goals to be met? What marketing or advertising do you do? Does the salon have a social media presence? How long do hairstylists typically work here? Are there continuing education possibilities? Can you see where if you have those questions prepared ahead of time, that that might make you look really interested in their salon? So now let's talk about A good attitude versus technical skills. Which one wins? As a potential hairstylist, hopefully you have both. But if it comes down to a choice, an owner is better off choosing a good attitude. Technical skills can be taught and polished. Attitude and social skills are harder to teach. They need stylists who get along with others, have empathy and compassion for for clients and coworkers. One final thought. A thank you note goes a long way. Look online for a sample thank you note, get a business card, or find out the proper spelling of the names and titles of each person you interviewed with, and follow up by sending thank you notes to each of them. It can mean the difference between you and others in competition for the same job. Well, I hope these tips and tricks help you on your journey to getting your first salon job. If you have any questions, please reach out. We'd love to hear from you. Don't forget to follow us over on our YouTube channel, too. Until next time, remember, it's not about the little things. It's all about the little things. Thanks a lot for listening today. I hope you walk away feeling inspired and encouraged. If you're loving our podcast, do us a favor and leave us a review. Better yet, take a screenshot of this episode, share it with your stylist friends, tag us, and follow us on Instagram at the little things for stylist. And we will do the same. Thanks again for listening and helping us to remove the stigma of our industry. I will see you on the next episode. Remember, it's not about the little things. It's all about the little things. Bye for now.